Hello and welcome to Man's Not What, Season 1, Episode 21. My name is Holly and I live in a pop culture black hole, but luckily for me, I've got a really lovely friend, John Bass. Say hi, John. Hi, mate. And every week he educates me with the latest pop culture references from Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, the care tag on your Nike shorts that you just bought from Sports Direct. Yeah, Bryn, the barman at your local pub, who knows your order inside out, sees yeah. you come in and goes... You alright? Do you want a little shot of tequila? Then, As if I drink tequila. And then he sees me and he goes, oh, is it? Is it a white Russian, is it? <laughs> and then I say, has that got milk in? And he says, yeah. And I say, is it dairy free? And then you just get the glass and fucking smash it over his face and go, I'm a vegan, you fucking sick fuck. <laughs> and then that's, and then barred from there and never see Bryn again. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so that sounds similar to your evening last night because you got pissed up last night. Didn't I didn't you? get barred from anywhere. But, no, I didn't um, glass anyone. No, which is good. Yeah, I got very drunk yesterday, so I'm feeling very sorry for myself today. Yeah, you went on a on a boat trip, didn't you? Went on a boat, had some booze. Yep. Went to a bar, had some booze. Booze, booze, booze. Lads, lads, lads. Bars, bars, bars. Banter, banter, banter. And uh, now look at the state of me. Yeah, well, you're you a mess. You can't see me, no, so that's I good. can, and you look like a mess. <laughs> Disgusting, putrid, sick pig of a mess. Oh, God. Um, but no, you, you look all right, mate, actually. But yeah. the good news is we've got delicious takeaway en route, literally in minutes. Oh, yeah, there's a man on a bike oh, oh. and he's bringing me a curry. Because yeah. a baby, because he's from Basabe. Yeah, Basabe. Yeah. That was shout out to Basabe there for yeah. to sponsor the podcast. Yeah, welcome. We know that we love a delicious Basabe. I love a little bit of a soy mari. Mm, I'm going to have a lovely aubergine curry. Oh, mm, with a little so, roti roti. So delicious. Yeah. That was me doing like Drake, OT, OT. Yeah, OT, OT, but you doing roti roti. Yeah. Comedy genius in a it's lot of ways. It's good when you explain jokes, actually. I think that's the. To be honest, jokes are much funnier when you go into the detail of why mm, they should be the funny. The mechanics. Yeah. You know, people want to know that sort of stuff. They do, yeah. Um, well, I'm glad that you've survived to make the podcast I've tonight. I've survived. I might be less enthusiastic as I normally am, but mm. that's fine. That's fine. I'm going to get. I'm going to be enthusiastic. Uh, I'm going to be enthusiastic enough for the both of us. Oh, both of us. What a pair making a podcast. Yeah, one guy who can't speak and the other one who and doesn't want to be alive. Who's just lying on the floor? Who's just glassed a barman to death over a white Russian? <laughs> She's a mess. <laughs> Um, but we've got some um, housekeeping, which is our new, new little feature where we sort of recap um, some of the, the little challenges that we set you the week oh, before. Yeah. And now last week, if you remember, we asked you um, if you could spare us some time to go on iTunes and rate and review our podcast. But we didn't want just like normal nice reviews. We wanted out of context, bizarre, random shit. I love nonsense. Just give yeah. us nonsense. Yeah. And so, you guys absolutely delivered. Nailed it. So here are some of the... Well, here are all of them. Um, someone called Kiff. One nine eight six one nine eight six one nine eight six. Probably nineteen eighty six. I imagine nineteen eighty six. Thrice. Yeah. Uh, Kiff. Obi thrice. Yeah. <laughs> no, Obi one Kenobi. No, that doesn't really make no, sense. No, it's the thrice bit. That's the... <laughs> uh, oh, thrice, I am, thrice, thrice, I am, baby. Declan yeah. thrice. Anyone? I'm, I'm really not operating. Annika thrice. <laughs> I'll just laugh to that myself. I'm okay. Just, sorry, I'm dead. Right, come on. Then. Um, anyway, so Kiff. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. He has he's reviewed us. Actually, the title of his review is My Granddad Was Bitten by a Pig. 
And then the actual review yeah. is just the peace sign emoji. Oh, that is cute. Can I just tell you something about Kith? Yeah. Kith uh, is one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet in your life. And ever since I started doing the whole podcasting thing... Uh, do you do podcasts? I don't know if I've mentioned it, Holly, <laughs> but uh, I do a little bit of podcasting these days. Uh, he's been really, really supportive of like everything that I do. And he's always... Um, like sending me messages or doing reviews or like just getting involved and participating in stuff that I put out there. So I just want to say, use this little opportunity to say, Kiv, thanks a lot, mate. It really means a lot. So thank Aww. you very much. A very nice guy. Yeah, thank you, Kiv. That's lovely. So um, be more like Kiv people out there. Be, be more kind. Kif. Be more Kiv. That's my new ad campaign. Yeah, new t-shirt coming this Christmas. Be more Kiv. Be more Kiv. Um, the next one is from John B in brackets not Bass it's <laughs> good to clarify so it's not John Bass the little saddo giving his own podcast reviews I did do that once yeah for yeah. this podcast yeah yeah that's and a bit I, sad wasn't it yeah it was a little bit but I just wanted to test it because I thought it might come up with a different name but it just came up with my name do you feel embarrassed now do you no I, I'll double down on that shit okay cool. you got to double down good good um, the title is Biscuits okay that's the title of, that's the title of the review yeah and the review is Malted Milks are underrated <laughs> <laughs> they are underrated. What a load of nonsense. They are underrated a I little love bit. it. Um, the other one's from Yidaholic. Yeah. Wonder what team they support. Probably Spurs. Probably. Do you reckon? Probably. Look at the name. Probably like Chelsea, isn't it? Um, the title of it is Well. Good. <laughs> and the uh, review is Well, I share a birthday with Stella McCartney, Shane Warne and Roald Dahl, but not Harry Kane or Deli Alley. That is a shame. I found out yesterday that I share a birthday with uh, King George the Sixth. And he was born in 1895, and I was born in 1985. Am I royalty? No. No, probably not. Continue. Thanks, Yudaholic. That was very <laughs> random and lovely. Yeah, that was good. Uh, Windy Coys. Uh, Windy. Windy. Uh, he's that's tied... Coys for Come On You Spurs. Oh, that's what Coys stands Fuck. for. <laughs> I always look on Twitter. What did you think it was? I don't know, like McCoy's crisps. Or Why something. do you think I put it on tweets about Spurs and, I don't and Windy's? Know. Right, fuck. This is. I mean, this is why we did this podcast. <laughs> this is why you're learning new things, Holly. Come, come on, on you Spurs. Spurs. Mine would be come on you. Face. No. <laughs> Too far, John. Was it? Uh, Windy Coy's. Yeah. Nice one, Windy. This yep. is called Ginger Nuts, and his review is. Nearly rated this one star because of the total disrespect shown to Ginger Nuts. But then I realised how petty that was. But, true. Because yeah. we were both ashamed of our lack of Ginger Nut uh, content yeah. last week. Because we both are quite big fans of Ginger Nuts. They were underrepresented on Massively. our podcast. And we're all about biscuit diversity here. We are. Yeah. And I just want to say, big shout out to Ginger Nuts. I got so excited last time on our biscuit bonanza. I wasn't thinking straight. But honestly, Ginger Nuts... In a hot cup of tea, sticky ginger nut mess, you can't beat it. Uh, nothing I like more than that. There's that perfect timing when you dip a ginger nut into a tea and you put it in your mouth and you can just literally suck it off. Per- so <laughs> You know what I mean with the biscuit, not in a... Not in, hang on a minute. I went, come on your face and you're like, oh no, that's too far. Now I'm talking about sucking off and you're like trying to banter me up. Yeah. Right. I'm in a sassy mood. I've just heard the doorbell, which means one thing, Holly. It's curry, baby. So let's find out what's coming up on this week's show. We'll eat our curry and we'll see you on the other side. This is just pre-curry. Yeah. Imagine how delightful we're going to be post-curry yeah, when so, I'm not hangry anymore. Yeah, exactly. So you're going to find out what's coming up and then we'll have our curry and we'll see you on the other side. Yeah, let's do it. Peace out, homies. Coming up on this week's episode, sorority girls, no more doorbells, and armrests on planes... 
Okay, so I said to you, Hull, that I had some fun stuff for you on this week's show. You did. Uh, Can I just add that we're now full of basaba? Yeah, really quite full up. I feel like 10% happier than the first section of the podcast because I've eaten, but also like a snoozy little baby, like I just need a nap. Yeah, well I'm going to try and lift your soul (laughs) with this first story. Uh, Okay. Have you heard or seen anything about a sorority girl? I've seen this. Oh, fuck. Ah, oh, as if I know something that's on the internet. Well, what do you know about it, mate? So, also, I have seen on Twitter a video of someone saying, "Oh my god, this these white sorority girls." Did they say white sorority girls? Yeah. Um, doing this thing, and then they open the door and they're doing this dance, and then. I haven't seen the film Us by Jordan Peele. I'm going to get to that. You literally, it's like you've like read my mind. It's like I'm actually week. making an effort with so pop f- culture. For those that don't know, basically there's been this video going around, which is these uh, sorority girls uh, in the States, and they've done like a welcome video, which um, I can play you the sound what of it. What is a, a sorority? Bit. So it's a bit like when you're at university in the States, you get into like little uh, groups and you live together in your house. So you, have you never seen like any American yeah, movie ever? Yeah, I was just thinking about what they used to call them at uni, like clubs. <laughs> no, is it unions or, because they go, oh, you're new, do you want to come and join the football association? <laughs> Did they say that? Did that ever happen to you, mate? I no, they had lo- like, I don't know. Well, look, so here's the original video. Hi, I'm Maddie, recruitment vice president. I'm Haley. There's three women in front of a doorway. Oh my god. And they open the door and there are just. Jesus. And there's what? 50 girls? Yeah, like... behind this door, there are 50 Jesus girls Christ. all in like. like in rows. So some are like lying down on the floor, some are higher, like they've got levels. Yeah. So that the women fill the entire doorway almost. So we'll tweet this out so that you've got it's the link. It's really scary. But this video has now been viewed 12.4 million times. It's scary though, right? It is a bit, it's a bit unsettling, I would say. The way they're shouting when they're clapping as well. Yeah, it's a bit It's a bit weird. And also just like, it's shot front on, so it kind of just looks a bit disturbing. It does look a little bit like a horror film in terms of how they shoot that. Yeah. But basically, people have, um, have parodied this video and the videos themselves have gone absolutely mental so the first one is like hell basically um so someone's kind of done that so let's have a little look at this they one. said i tweaked it oh. <laughs> oh. so someone's put i tweaked the sorority video to make it a smidge less terrifying and they've replaced the women behind the door with like an artist depiction of hell dante's inferno ah there we go looks like that and that's had 2.75 million views, so that's pretty That's pretty funny. But you mentioned you've never seen uh, Jordan Peele. The film Us? Yeah. No, I've not seen it, but it's a horror film, isn't it? It is a horror film, indeed. And what they've done, uh, the wondrous people on the internet, as they do, is decide that, well, what we can do is, is obviously lampoon uh, everything and everything. So let me just find this for you, mate. Someone has made... The movie Us by Jordan Peele. And actually what happened is he tweeted 
that this uh, he just put who did this basically so jo- <laughs> Jordan Peele um, the director of uh, Us and he's in Keen Peele's sketches just, he's incredible yeah, he absolutely really incredible um, so yeah he basically tweeted out uh, who did this in regards to this version and it's the same uh, musical notes basically as in so like check this out Music. Oh, I just got shivers on my head. And that now looks like a horror movie, doesn't it? It's, I really don't like it, John. It's really, really disturbing. It's horrible. Basically. Why did they do that? What did they think? Did they think that was going to be a really lovely invitation? I think that they, yeah, they just kind of thought, well, this will show people that we like cheerleading. It's too much. It is too much. But what it did get me thinking is. Um, if we had a sorority house, yeah, a man's not what one. Yeah. Now, you know, in sorority houses, obviously that's like their sort of almost like a recruitment video, isn't it? To get people to come. Yeah. But a lot of the times, like there's, there's considered good ones and bad ones to be part of. And the better ones, you have to do like an initiation ceremony to like I've just get remembered in. what they're called, societies. Okay, there you go. Just For American listeners, we call them there. societies. Yeah, like the mm. football society. Is that what it's called? Why do you keep saying football site? Like you were a part of it. What societies were you in? I did join the women's football team for a while. Right. How did you get on? <laughs> we played uh, Keele University. I played one match. Okay. And I was absolutely killed. I oh. couldn't believe how much stamina you needed to just run backwards and forwards on a full-size football pitch. Yeah. Like, absolute... Just anyone who can run up and down a football pitch. Well done. Yeah. I can run up and down a football pitch. Well done. Thanks. Not very well, but I can do it. <laughs> Um, Sorry, I interrupted you there. That's all right. So let's say Man's Not What has a sorority house yeah. that people can join. Yeah. What do you think would be good like initiation ceremonies that we could get people to do? Biscuit dunking into tea. Yes, and we'll use ginger nuts yes. just to make it up to Wendy. Yes, that's one of the things you have to do. Prove that you can dip a ginger nut and get that optimum yeah. sticky... They have to feed it into my mouth and I suck it off. And if it's the perfect suck-off level, then they qualify. Yeah. Yep. Uh, also, I'd like them to make uh, for us yep. both to try yep. uh, chocolate fondant and custard because you know that's my, my favourite. Yeah. Uh, you made that for me last week, didn't you? I did. John came round and I said, "John, have you had any dessert? Why don't you try a bit of this There's chocolate a, fondant custard?" The best bit before you tell me what it was, you went, oh, uh, "Do you want to some dessert?" And I was like, "Nah, you're right, actually. I'm pretty full." And you're like, "Nah, I think you wanna I'm gonna try this." Don't and you? then I said, "Do you want me to heat up your custard?" And John was like. Yes, why would you not heat up the custard? I was like, I don't know, you might want it cold. Yeah, and you apparently you eat custard cold quite frequently. Some, I mean, frequently is a, a big exaggeration. <laughs> <laughs> when eating custard, do so you... So I've, have... I've been known to partake in a bowl of cold custard. That is absolute noncery. <laughs> I think we should put out a poll. Is it ever acceptable to eat cold custard, yeah. yes or no? So we'll make sure people get voting on that. So okay. let, let's not forget that, because that is quite important. Um, what other initiation ceremonies can we have? Um, making us a delicious bath. Yes. Because we both like a bath. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. John has his specific requirements of having the lights off. Um, I, what else could they do? What else could they do? I think maybe they could make us a jingle. Yes. show. Yes, Holly. Because that is one of our favourite skill sets, isn't it? We're really good at making jingles. We're excellent. I don't know if you've heard our jingles... 
But they're really good. They're, they're some of the best yeah. jingles We're out there. We're in talks with a few producers. <laughs> Jingle producers. Yeah. Good. Um, yeah, all right. Um, and also the other thing that I think about this story is essentially it's not at, like the video itself is not actually scary and that in itself makes it scary. So, yeah. do you know what I mean by they that? Didn't so, like, in, when they made it, they didn't say, let's make a horrifying exactly. video, but what they have made is, is really scary. ends up being terrifying. And there's yeah. a lot of things like that. You know, like when you go, like we actually went away for New Year's uh, to this house, uh, was it last year? And there was like this one room that was like the library room, do you remember? And there was loads of stuff in there oh, that wasn't supposed to be creepy, yeah. but it was fucking creepy. Yeah, just like... Little teddy ornaments on the yeah. shelves and, and paintings of like old women. Yeah, and paintings like... of like children, yeah. and none of those children ever lived in that house. No, it's just creepy. So I was just thinking of like other things that oh, are like. I know what else they had in that house. Go on. When we first got there, and everyone picked their rooms, on the back of someone's door, there was a doll's baby outfit, a oh dress on a hanger. There was no doll. Oh, there was just a doll's dress on a hanger. Right. So what's that about then? Well, I'll tell you what it is about. For the rest of the weekend, hanging it in everyone else's room. <laughs> yeah. Trying to scare whenever, the shit out of them. Whenever you had a chance, sneak away from the big group, <laughs> hide it in someone's bed and then just come back to the chat. And then you'd just like, you'd be sitting in the lounge and be like, I'm just going out to bed, guys, going to get an early night. And then you'd just say, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, classic lols. Um, are there any things like that, though, that you find scary that aren't supposed to be scary? Like, like clowns, for example. Clowns aren't supposed to be scary, are they? They're supposed to be like fun and like for kids. But yeah, they're you know there's a whole phobia around like being scared of clowns. Yeah, I'm so, not scared of clowns. I'm gonna give you a good uh, clown noise. Go on. <laughs> that is good. Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> what you can see there was as John did it, he like imaginary squeezed something. Yeah, well, because I was trying to like you know it's um, method acting, Holly. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, I was just trying to picture like I was about to press it and then go. Ha, ha. Oh, I'm getting better though. You're getting better. Ha, Definitely. Ha. Definitely. I'll, I'll, mate, I'm going to nail that in this episode. Um, things that I find scary that aren't meant to be scary. Yeah. Anything? Mm, you know, like sometimes if you ever notice, like you're looking at like a pattern wallpaper or like a shape of something yeah. and you see a face. Yeah. And then once you've seen the face, you can't unsee the face. Fuck, yeah, that is creepy because then you feel like, oh, is this like haunted house and yeah. it's like a face like stuck in the wall like and if it's your house a face stuck in the wall like a poltergeist if it's your house and you've got the wallpaper um, then the face is just there then isn't it do you know what that is so retro so my, this is so weird I haven't thought about it since I was probably about 8 years old but at my dad's house uh, the, the house I grew up in that he sold now there's like um, parts of it that were like wood um, like beams and in the beams, there used to be these, like, faces that you'd see. That's also a phenomenon, isn't it, where you see faces yeah. and things. Yeah. Uh, and there was this one that was just, like, this old man with a long chin. And every time I used to see it, it used oh. to fucking freak me out, man. Proper. And then your dad was like, oh, do you like the new mirror I've installed? Yeah. In the beam. Good one. And it was just your face. <laughs> good one. <laughs> that is good. Um, I find boys that love their mums too much really creepy. You find that terrifying? I find it terrifying. Uh, also, I think it's weird. Like... Everyone should, like, you know, obviously love their parents. You know, when boys are like, oh, I just love my mum, she's my best mate. Mm. Weird. That's weird. Get some better mates. I mean, <laughs> is your mum coming out doing tequila slammers on a Friday and playing Pro Evo? Yeah. No, of course she's not. Oh, I mean, yeah. no. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, that's weird, and that creeps me out when blokes are like, oh, yeah, I just love my mum, she's my best friend. Right. In your head, are you like, dun, 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 dun. Yeah, in my head, I'm just going... Probably no, no, higher. Can you? Is this the hard drive checking department? Yep, got got a nonce you should check out here. 
what you can't see is John's pretending to do a phone, yeah. but not how you would mime holding a phone. No. He's actually using his entire hand to be the phone. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Yeah. It's good, good improv skills. Yeah, you, you hate that, don't you, when people do a yeah, phone? Yeah, in an improv scene, finger. when people mime a phone and they don't just pretend... Imagine, right, try this right now. Pretend you're holding your phone. Yeah, and the first thing you'll do is you'll... You'll put your little finger your out, pinky out and your thumb out and, and you wrap all the other things. That's what everyone does to do a phone, isn't and it? And it's like, is that... So, right, so your, your hand's a phone. So yeah. you've got a phone built into your hand. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, phone hands. <laughs> hand phone. Phone phone. Hand hand. hand. Roadhouse. Phone hand. Road hand. Road phone. <laughs> okay. Phone road. Fuck's <laughs> <laughs> sake. Uh, family guy, good. Um... Yeah. Do you want to move on to the next story? Why not? Now, this one's just entitled, No More Doorbells! Wah! It's not, it's not really called that. It's just No More Doorbells. Okay. Um, basically... Uh, oh, I know about this too! Oh, fucking hell! Right, well, shut up this time. I'm going to introduce it properly. Okay. Um, a man, Stella Donnelly Stan, at Young and Joven. It's catchy. Uh, he tweeted out something. Is that one of our reviews? <laughs> yeah. yeah, is this an out-of-context review for one of you lot? Yeah. Um, this particular post has received 127,000 retweets and over half a million likes. Okay, Whoa. So you ready for what I'm going to say? Yeah. He's just simply put, can someone write an article on millennials killing the doorbell industry by texting here? <laughs> and that is spot on. Yeah. Because like we do that all the time, don't we? Where we just like get to each other's houses. Yeah. And then we just text each other like outside or here or... Let me in, you fucking twat. Yeah. Just like nice stuff like that. And then when you text here, they open the door and there's a load of women standing behind it, clapping yeah. and screaming. All of these are door related. Yeah. They're, well, exactly. Which I like. Yeah. We a can't, lot. can't have enough doors. I like doors. In life. Do you like the doors, the band? Yeah, probably. Probably. I mean, yeah. Right. But I'm embarrassed because I can't think of what they do. Like my fire? Ah. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, come yeah. on, baby, like my father. Oh, that's a nice that's song. Yeah, but you probably know the Will Young version, judging by. No, come on, mate. What? Did you know that was them? Do you think I'm a reality TV fan? I am. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because we're in a rush to do this episode so that you can watch Love Island. Me? You like it as well? Oh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. We'll get into a little bit of Love Island because we've got a Love Island question, haven't we? Have we? Yeah. Really? Good. We'll talk about that in the break, Holly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have. This is uh, Man's Not What, Holly Hungover Special. So, Oh, God, I'm such a mess today. Um, but the reason I thought this story was interesting is it got it got my it got my brain in gear, Holly, and it started making me think that, uh, obviously, this is a scenario where um, modern technology has, like, kind of defunct something that was otherwise fairly useful. So, like, yeah. don't need a doorbell because you just ring your mates from your yeah. mobile and to let them know you're outside or you mm. text them or whatever. And I was thinking, are there, like, other like old school things that we've just sort of forgotten about that have been made redundant by mobile phones. And the first thing that popped into my head, and actually I had an experience with it this weekend. So we were back with Ree's mum, uh, just going to see her this weekend. And uh, I was sitting in the lounge and Ree and her mum were in the kitchen. And I just heard this beeping coming from the lounge. And I was like, what the fuck is that? I thought it was an alarm. I couldn't figure out. It was the landline on the house. <laughs> And I was like, what is that noise? And then they come running out of the kitchen going, you're not going to pick up the phone. And I was like, honestly, I, I didn't know what it was. Genuinely. Wow. Mental. 
Because who hasn't? I haven't had a landline for ten years, probably. And I don't know anyone's landline. You got a landline? I haven't got one. I right. had I had one about four years ago. Did you? Yeah. Did you really? Yeah, I liked it. But who rang you on it? Uh, Richard's friend Scott. <laughs> okay. Because he had like free weekend calls, and I think oh he my God. wanted to save a bit of money. Sure, makes sense in a lot of ways. Yeah. Landlines though, like. Oh, can I share something cute? Go on. A kid that I teach drama to um, said to me the other day, we were on a break, and she saw me on my phone, and she said, oh, do you know the Wi-Fi password? Like, she looked amazed that I was on my phone. I mean, she didn't know what I was doing on it, but she's like, oh, you know the Wi-Fi password? I said, no. And she went, oh, have you just got data? And I was like, yeah. And I just thought it was really sweet. Like, not in a patronising way, but I just thought it was quite sweet because she's really young, and yeah. like young people probably don't have that much data, so they you always uh, rely on Wi Fi. See what you mean. And I kinda wanted to be like, Yeah, I'm a nana, so I got fuck loads of data. Yeah, I just got loads of data. Yeah. I did that once. Well, uh, got loads of data because it kept running out and then I was like, This is quite annoying. So I just rang up the company and I went the company. <laughs> I rang up O T and went, Alright, uh just need to upgrade my con- no, contract and they were like, Yeah, no worries, what what do you need? And I just went I just want what's the most data I can have because I don't want to run out anymore. Mm. And they must just thought, what a fucking weirdo. Like, people ring up to me and they go, I want X amount of gig or I want this. And I'm just going, I just want loads of data, mate. Can you just give me loads of data? Yeah. So you must have thought I was a right twat, which I am. So okay. pretty astute guy in a lot of ways. Um, iPods, do you remember them? Yes. iPods are wicked, man. I used to love oh, taking my iPod away. first iPod. Was sick. I remember I got my wages and I had just a little bit left. I say a little bit, they were quite expensive. They were expensive. And I was like, oh, I can buy an iPod. So good. iPods were amazing because it was like, so I always used to um, have music on me. So I started off with a Walkman mm. back in the days, a tape cassette for our younger listeners, Google it. Uh, then a CD player, which was also a CD Walkman. And that was great. But it meant you had to carry like, either just listen to one album when you're out or you had to mm. carry like multiple CDs or CD cases. And if you're just walking, yeah, Yeah. CD Walkman. And if you're like walking to work, like I used to, which was like a mile, let's say, it's like one album probably be fine, but then you got the same album on the way home. Mm. So that was a bit annoying. And then when it was like, oh, there's this thing, because MP3 players were shit. They didn't last for very long, did they? Yeah, and you had to sort of sit down at the computer and. Yeah, it was a bit too technical, yeah, Yeah. for me. Mini disc, just now too much. And then when it was like, bang, iPod, you just plug it in, put all your songs on it, done. Yeah. I was like, this has changed the game. And they were really, like, they're massive. Mm. When you look back on them, they were heavy as fuck. Well, I've still got one. I just don't use it. Yeah. Apparently, Edgar Wright has, like, loads of iPods with different things on them. So, like, one would be, like, a hip-hop iPod. Oh, shit. And then this, this, this. And then when he's in the car, he'll pick which iPod he wants and take it with him. That's just a bit like a playlist, isn't it? So each iPod is like a playlist. Yeah. I kind of like that, though, because it... It's an older technology, but it's, I know I, I would quite like to go back to using my iPod. Yeah, because I like the fact that it is exclusively for music, so you can kind of section your mind off. Because sometimes I find when I listen to music on my phone, I'm then looking at my phone, yeah. and I'm like reading a WhatsApp yeah. or whatever, and I'm not really taking in the music. Yeah, that is a bit shit. I yeah. Think. Um, so yeah, so there is that. Um, so obviously, this story is about like texting your mates to say like, "Oh, look, I'm outside. Mm. Can you let me in?" And it, it got me thinking. What if you had one chance, yes, a one text message Mm. to your favourite celebrity? So they've never met you, but they are going to receive the text message from you. Okay. You got one shot. What what are you saying? I mean, I guess you could send a gif. Why am I texting them? 
Just you've got you've got the opportunity to text them. You don't have to, but it would make this segment really boring if you went. I'll just leave it. <laughs> just go now. Nah, that's all right. Just delete it. Okay, so I can text someone. Yeah. So first of all, pick the celebrity that you'd like to send a random text to. What kind of celebrity is anyone it? Anyone you like, mate. I've put your favourite. So anyone you like. Favourite celebrity. But it doesn't have to. If you, I mean, if you've got an idea, like for example, if you had maybe someone you could think you could get as a guest on here. Yeah. You might have the opportunity to text them. So maybe you could use it for that. Or you might just think I'll just send it to like the most famous person I could think of because it'd be banter. Like you could, I mean, just as an idea, Mark Zuckerberg, just send him poke, just that. That's quite funny. That is quite funny, isn't it? Yeah. And they'd be like, what the fuck? Random number saying poke. Uh-huh. Pretty lols. Stuff yeah. like that. Um, probably, I don't know, I'm just trying to think of someone. Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. Leonardo DiCaprio. So you've got one text to send Leo. What are you going to say to I him? I say, you're right, mate. Um, <laughs> you don't know me. I don't know you. Right. Do you like biscuits? Yeah. I love a hobnob. Yeah. Have you ever gobbled a hobnob? <laughs> gobbled a hobnob is one of the yeah. best <laughs> phrases to say. Yeah. You ever seen, this is going a bit off subject here, have you ever seen Donnie Darko? Yes. You know there's that bit where he goes into to speak to his teacher and on the board is written the word cellar door and he's like, why is that there? And she's like, oh, a famous linguist once said, of all the phrases, of all two words you could put together in the English language, cell a door is the most beautiful. Mm. And it is nice, isn't it? Cell a door. Like, like cell a door, like... No, cellar. Oh, cell a door. Cellar, as in the uh, yeah, beneath cellar. the house. Yeah, cellar. And door. Yeah. Yeah, those two words together, cell a door. Okay. Just sounds nice. And not as nice as gobble a hobnob. Gobble a hobnob. Have you ever hobbled? Have you ever hobbled to a hobnob? Have you ever hobbled a gobnob? Have you Have you ever hobbled a gobnob? Yours sincerely, Holly Hall. That is that is pretty good. That'll get his attention. That will get his attention. And if not, you can just go, look what I sent Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Banter, innit? Ask him if he'd gobbled a hobnob. Have you ever gobbled a hobnob? Have you ever gobbled a hobnob? Multiple times. Dark, dark chocolate hobnob's my absolute bay mm. biscuit, if I'm being honest. Really bay like skit. that. Biscuit. Biscuit. Biscuit ball. You ever seen that movie? Maybe. It's by the guys who did... Um, yeah. What? Go then. Uh, Woody Harrelson. No, no, that's white men can't jump. Uh, You're just a li- you are a little <laughs> liar, Holly. As soon as you went, oh yeah, I was like, hang on. Oh, the South Park. Yes, guys. better. Okay. Yeah. Right. Shall we have a little break and then we're going to get into two truths, one of a good Break time. Oh yes, it's break time. Have yourself a break time. Motherfucking break time, bitches. Break time. Break your face and break your time. Break time. It's a break time. It's a great time with these great rhymes. And I'm doing what I'm doing and I'm saying what I'm saying. I ain't fucking around, bitch boy. I ain't playing. It's break time. Baby. Break time's over. Welcome back to Man's Not What. I hope you enjoyed our delicious break time. Hope you had a break. Yeah, break in, your face and break your time. In your time. Um, John. Holly. As I am suffering from the after effects of alcoholic beverages this yep. fine, lovely day, I've not made a lot of effort. <laughs> it's a shambles, let's be honest. It's, it's an absolute shambles. shambles. So I'm just going to give you some two truths, one lie. Okay. Based on things I eat. Fucking hell. You can hell. see how much thought's gone into this. It's yeah. an absolute joke. Yeah, I mean, this is, you know, 
No one, no one will be mad if you decide to turn it off now. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a shit show. No one will be mad if you smash your phone. Yeah, if you just this is so bad. Yeah, if you just literally like, if you've got Bluetooth headset, just fucking smash it over someone's head. If you're listening, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> why are all your things like smash them in the head, glass them in the face? What is this violence that comes out of you? I think it's uh, just repressed anger. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being honest, from childhood abuse from my elder brothers. Because you get on with your mum so well. Yeah, that's that. That, that um, is a callback to you saying boys that don't get yeah, on with their mum. That's true. I'm not just being completely savage. Yeah. But I am. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I think it's also my older brothers beating me up when I was a kid. Oh. But it made me tough. That's okay. why I'm su- such a hard bloke now. Hmm. So. I feel sad for little John. Little John? Yeah. That's like sounds like... No, it doesn't. Well, yeah, because... Uh, unbeknownst to you on another podcast that's what I referred to it as oh, God. Big John's Little John and then you've gone I feel sorry for Little John <laughs> many well, girls have said that to be fair <laughs> so you're not alone right shall we get into this really anyway, good um, two truths two one, truths one lie a lot of thoughts gone into this brilliant absolutely fantastic what a production value this is okay get ready for this two truths one lie Holly Hall what I like to eat special this morning I had a <laughs> John you can't this morning what did I eat for breakfast brilliant yeah. <laughs> This morning, yeah. I had orange juice. Brilliant. This week for breakfast, <laughs> I will eat. <laughs> this is so stupid. Because there's no knowledge. These are the ones I hate the most. Yeah, go on. I'm starting again because we laughed all the way through it. All right. This morning, I had orange juice. This week for breakfast, <laughs> I can't take this seriously. Yeah. I will be eating Jordan's Country Crisp. <laughs> Today, <laughs> this is the worst. This is the worst by so much. Today, I ate a chocolate. <laughs> Fuck. I need to get myself together. So, do these things are true. Today, I ate a chocolate and strawberry cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> For God's sake! So what? Yesterday I had orange. I don't. Don't repeat it. Again. <laughs> oh God. I'm just going to say the first one. Can't remember what it was. Same thing with orange juice. That's the lie. It is the lie. Yes! Oh God! It actually is. Yeah, I did baby. Not have orange juice today. Yep. Knew it. Why would you? Why? See, would you? you won. There you go. That was actually brilliant. Really good. <sighs> Oh, I actually hurt a little bit from laughing. That was funny. Very <laughs> funny. Um, right, mate. It's time for our third and final story. Okay. You ready for this shit? Is it related to a door? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Uh, when you board a plane mm. and you have to go through Doors. the plane door, yeah. yeah. once you've done that, yeah. you sit down, mm-hmm. don't you? Now, what's your... Because um, you don't like flying, do you, mate? Nah. Is there... Was there a bad event that happened or just don't like the idea of it? What's your... I didn't really do a lot. This is what I put it down to. Okay. I didn't really do a lot of flying as a kid. Um, so it wasn't like a natural thing that I did. Sure. And I hadn't been on a train until... I mean, this is not a shock, is it? I hadn't been on a train until I was about 14. So when I went on a train, I was a bit like, oh God, this is really fast. It's weird. It's unknown to me. Yeah. Um, and then with the plane, it was a bit like, I'm 18 whoa, this is weird, I'm on a plane. Like, <laughs> I'm 18, I'm on a plane, whoa, this is weird. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. just unknown, kind of like, this is odd, don't do this okay. a lot. So yeah, that's kind of what it is. And how many, there's reasons why I'm asking this, how many flights do you think you've been on? 
I've been on, off the top of my head, roughly. Do you mean like there and back? Just, just, just like whatever. Just roughly how many flights? Maybe like, like twenty if you count. Okay, each way. perfect. So when you're on those flights, you know normally mm-hmm. like most flights you have three seats, don't you, per side? Yeah. Oh, down the middle. What's your favourite? Window. Ooh. I like watching taken off. Why? Because it makes you feel more comfortable yeah. if you can see it. Because a lot of people like the aisle so they can get out mm. access-wise, they can get your legs out and stuff yeah. like that. But I think one thing we can both agree on, Holly, yeah. the middle seat is absolute dog shit. The worst. It's like uh, you're walking down the street and you step in a dog shit and then for some unknown reason someone goes, if you don't eat your shoe... I'll shoot you in the face with a bazooka. Here we go with this violence again. Yes, but this time, there's dog shit involved. I mean, you've gone from dog shit to I'll shoot you in the face with a bazooka. Yeah. Where's the bazooka? Because it had to be a big threat to eat the Where's dog shit. Where's the bazooka shit? coming from? He's just got bazooka. can't bazookas. hide that, John. It's big. Do you know what I mean? you got yeah. that on your shoulder, haven't you? That yeah, big bazooka. True. Um, I was going to say something then. I can't remember what it was. That was good. That's that was a good story. Great content. Um... Yeah, but the middle seat is dog shit. No one likes yes. to sit in the middle seat. No. But uh, Rich Eisen Show, which is a TV show, they tweeted out this week, does the person sitting in the middle seat on an aeroplane get both armrests? Now, this is interesting because if you think about it, like if you're the aisle seat, yeah. obviously your left hand side, which is where the aisle is, you that one's obviously that yours. Because no one yeah. else there. Now, if you're in the window seat, obviously you get the one that's on your right arm right next to the window. Okay. But the middle guy oh, yeah. or girl, do they get both the middle ones? Because if you both get, so if you're in the aisle seat, if yeah. you get, if you use both, that's yeah. one of his yeah. and one of yours. Yeah. And if the window seat, he, then he's either got none or both. What a brilliant thought that this person's had. It's interesting, isn't it? I, I think because, like we've said, it's so shit. Yeah. I think you should get both just to make up for how bad your seat is. Yeah. Well, they did a poll and they had a hundred thousand votes on this. Uh, and the vote went as follows, Holly. 47% said they should definitely get uh, both armrests, but 53% said no way. So it's quite a tight hmm. decision. Hashtag Brexit. Um, so it's quite a tight decision in yeah. terms of like where, how people see it. So it's Literally not as cut tight, and dry. Yeah, Because it's tight for space, isn't exactly. it? On the seat. Because they haven't got much room because they're sat in the middle and they haven't got much space. Do you want to know a little tip if you don't want to sit in the middle seat? Yeah. So say there's two of you travelling, right? Normally there's always got to be another person, hasn't there, in your row because mm. it's the row of three. Book the uh, two seats either side of the middle. Don't book them together. Oh. No one wants to sit in the middle. So when they're booking, if they're an, a single passenger, yeah. they won't book that seat. They'll book an end of a row. Or really? A, yeah. We've done it three times, and three times we've had the middle seat empty. Ah, little, look at these life hacks. tricks of the trade. I mean, if you're on a popular flight, like if you're going, I don't yeah. know, like UK to Amsterdam... Like London to Amsterdam, it's always full. And so. then you're on your honeymoon and you've got Dave in the middle of you. And you've got Big Steve, yeah, just going, does anyone like peanuts? You go, no, I'm allergic, you lunatic, stuff and like that. And you just want to kiss your fian- your wife, yeah. but you can't cause because Steve's there. Yeah, and he's just like, all he wants to do is talk to you about the film that he's watching. He's not really watching it, he just keeps taking his headphones off and going, oh, you're never going to guess, he just said this, it was so funny. And you're just going, shut up, Steve, yeah. like, shut up. Just be quiet. Just please no be quiet. No one wants to hear it, Steve. But that is a good tip if you're going more like long haul where there's usually a couple of spare seats. Book, oh, okay. book the aisle and the window for yeah. you and your partner. And also the, what you can do is just say to him, like if Big Steve does turn up and you're there and he goes, oh, sorry, I'm in the middle. Go, oh, do you want the window, mate? Or Ooh. do you want the aisle? 
So he, he gets the choice of the two best seats and you can sit together. Yeah. You can't lose, mate. You can't lose. You can't lose in that scenario. Unless he's the sort of psychopath who goes, no, that's not my seat. My seat's the middle one. All right, you're going to sit between us. You're a fucking And idiot. then he puts his arms on your armrest, but not even the ones next to him, the ones on the outskirts. <laughs> he puts your arms around the back of your, both you and your fiancé's head and, and just you a cuddle. big double-armed cuddle. Um, yeah. That but, is controversial, though, that whole yeah. who gets the armrest. It is interesting. Now I will be thinking about that when I'm on a flight. Mm. Because, I, yeah, I will think, like, actually, that is pretty interesting. Do you know, I've just reminded myself I did something really bad, unintentionally bad, actually. So I always book, um, when I used to fly business, I always used to book, not business class, just for business, I always used to book the extra legroom seats. Yeah. Right? And I always used to book, if I could, the win, uh, the aisle seat. So so I get on this flight and I'm, I'm really early. I'm like in the front of the queue and I get to my seat and there's someone sitting in my seat. So I said, sorry, mate, uh, you're in my seat. Really sorry. Because I thought, I don't want to sit in the fucking middle. There's a guy in the window. This guy's in the aisle. And I'm like, oh, sorry, mate. And he's like, yeah, sorry. I've got to sit here. And I was like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think you do like that. It, like genuinely, that is my seat. And he's like, nah, I'm sorry. So the air hostess woman comes over and she goes, oh, look, we haven't got a very busy flight. You can sit on the other side. And I was like, okay, great. So I sat down and I was absolutely fuming. Like, who the fuck is this guy I think he is? Like, arrogant fucking prick. So we get off the flight, going through um, passport control. I'm standing at the passport control. And guess who comes wheeling past me in a wheelchair? The same guy. Turns out they told him to sit there because it was easier for him to get off uh, for his wheelchair. I literally felt like shit. It was like in between, as you know, when he has to go at the guy and it turns out he's disabled. It was exactly like that. I mean, to be fair, you didn't know. Just tell me. Just go, mate, I'm in a wheelchair I need yeah. to and I'd have gone I don't care it's my fucking seat get up no I wouldn't have I'd have been nice about yeah. it so Aww. that was oh dear not good <laughs> so yeah I've had better days flying um, that's it mate oh nice and easy isn't it yeah we've got any uh, listener questions mate we have got a listener question my friend oh yeah so um, this listener question this week comes from someone who I believe you know oh yeah who is it? It's uh, a lovely man called Nick Sharp. Oh, Nick is a lovely man. Yeah? He's a very nice man. He is one of the 30% legends. Ah, very nice. Well, yeah. thank you, Nick, for your question. So Nick is saying, John and Holly have to compete against each other in a decathlon. Each gets to choose five events. Anything goes. Running, clay sculpting, novel writing. What's your five and who wins overall? So, Fucking hell, that's a brilliant question. So, are, so John, do you want to... Do you want to say your five events and then I'll say my five events? Okay, well, I'm going to try and just use... Uh, I'm not going to use my mind because I feel like um, brute force, uh, as discussed, is the and best And you know how here. smart I am. Well, there is that, yeah. I didn't want to sort of bring so that up. So smart and witty. Actually, no, I will use some mind stuff because otherwise I don't want it to be just all brute force. Right, so first one... Uh, Glassing people in the face? Yeah. No. <laughs> first one, <laughs> boxing match. Three rounds, three minutes. What? I'm boxing you? Yep. Right, for all the listeners out there, me and John have oh my god, kind of done that before. No, do you remember we used to go to the same boxing gym? We used to go to a boxing gym. Do you remember when you got bashed up by a 14-year-old? I got battered, right, so here's the story. <laughs> he wasn't even 14, he was about 12. No, so we were all in this room, and because it's like a community boxing gym, anyone could go, kids, adults, fine. So this is, everyone's paired up, the, the guy leading it, <clears throat> Mickey, has said, right, couldn't do a thing pair up with someone and um i'll tell you what it is so everyone pairs up i don't have a partner and then i look to see this kid and i think oh it's really cool and then i start daydreaming like 
oh, imagine if I had a son and I could take him to boxing and it'd be really cool. We'd both be like doing all these fights and stuff. Yeah. And then Mickey said, right, what what you've got to do for this exercise is the other one person stands still, the other person punch them in the stomach, which is a thing that you would do yeah. in boxing training, yeah. like for your abs and yeah, for your just control g- gentle stuff. body shots, basically just to like to the abdomen. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So he, I said to him, "You go first. He absolutely battered me. <laughs> he battered my stomach to the point that I thought I was going to sort of fall over and just have to go to hospital or something. I just couldn't believe it because this kid was like 12, <laughs> and out of nowhere, he just absolutely savaged me. Oh, and then so I was like, right, it's my turn now. Let's see who's laughing now, little kid. Yeah, you little rat. Yeah, I don't even think I Pulled out a switchblade, stabbed him in the throat. See you later. And uh, <laughs> Holly did some time for that. Now she's out doing podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'd go boxing, boxing for one. Then I'd do... Uh, I think you would batter me, but yeah. I might have more stamina than you. I'd one punch knockout, that'd be it. I'll just hit you as hard as I could in the Can face. we not do punching? Can we do No, like... because you get to pick your five, so you can pick stuff that... You're going to hurt me. Like, but yeah, but... It's a decathlon. I get five events. Can't my, do shoulder sparring best... instead. No. Well, yeah, I'll win at that if you want. It's fine. So I'm picking <laughs> boxing like that. I'll, I will pick some mental stuff. Uh, we'll do a test on capital cities of the world. I'm really good at capital cities. Okay. Um, game of FIFA. I'm pretty good at FIFA. Are you though? Yeah. Or would I absolutely smash I'm you not, up? I'm that? really not, but I am. Okay. Uh, we'll do a driving circuit because you can't drive. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can drive. You can, but I'll surely I'll, if I lose to you in a race, that is embarrassing for me. Yeah. So I think I'll win that. Okay. Uh, and then the other one would be 100 metres. Because I'm not quick, really, but I'm much faster than you. Okay. Okay. Mine are... Oh, here we go. Improv. Improv, mate. Look, I'm fucking king of improv. But it's an improvised one-man show, so basically you Ooh. play all the characters. So you That's get a one-word suggestion from the audience, and then you do a 20-minute... Mate. set of just you playing all the characters Mate, that's easy i mean i mean think think about it week in week out yeah you you can see my screen in front of you all the gags come out with are there any written on there no gags. none yeah what well, gags exactly stealth jokes <laughs> <laughs> improv. um improv the second one is washing now <laughs> i'm talking Shit. i'm talking we both get a washing machine yeah and it's just who can make the clothes smell the most delicious your clothes I think, always smell really do nice, they yeah. oh thanks mate you're definitely bad at me yeah because i just i just got all these tips and tricks and hacks <laughs> to just make them all smell delicious and also they can't have any stains like you have they have to just be pristine <laughs> yeah so we throw ketchup at them right and then we wash them okay that is good yep uh number three is yeah. reading a book yeah, can't read. I mean, I can, I literally can read, but who can read the book the quickest? The, the quickest, and who can answer a pop quiz? Yeah, at the end? you definitely win that as well. Annihilate me at that. Uh, how many have I got so far? Four. No, that's three, mate. Improv, maths, washing clothes, <laughs> yeah, that. and books. Okay, you tell me, so mate. Who's better at maths now? Do maths is your next one then? Oh, number four is giving a manicure. Interesting. Giving a manicure, mm-hmm. and number five is giving a manicure for what? Like. <laughs> see didn't write that down that is just improv that continue give a man a cure for what come on mate that is good um, and the last one number five is making a comedy sketch mm. you've got to write it yeah. edit it right. film it edit it again <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then distribute it yeah Right, yeah, okay. and then which 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 uh, comedy sketch gets the most likes oh, on social that media? That is good. 
Uh, I've picked my five, but can we have a bonus one for both of us, which is okay. making a song? Yeah. And we've kind of already done that before, yeah. but we just love making songs. We do love making songs. That's good. And so overall, we, so we compete for that. And then, yeah, there's like, obviously, the more you dominate someone in your particular thing, you get more points. Okay. So if we did all of those 10 things yeah. and we added up all the points, who do you reckon would win? I reckon it'd be a draw, mate. Yeah, I think we'd absolutely ace our own. Yeah, and completely crumble at the others. I mean, your comedy sketch might be quite funny, to be fair. Yeah, and the improv. I don't know though. Yeah, you got to do loads of characters. Mate, I've got, I've got loads of characters. All right, give us three voices of different characters. Three voices of different characters. Yeah, like just pretend to be three different characters now. Okay, so this is the first one. Ready? Ready. My name is Davy Jones, and I live in a little cupboard down the road. I was once in the military, and then I got kicked out because I did bad accent. That's nice. Yeah, so that's Davy Jones, Irish guy. Yeah. Yeah, and then you've got um, hello, dear. My name is Patricia, <laughs> and I was once related to Lord Fadafadafal of the Indian House of Bashwari. That's nice, and mm. also it's the same as Heather, your female uh, That's ego. Heather's mum. Ah, so, okay. Yeah. And then my last one um, is... What? My name's Terry, I'm a second-hand car dealer, and I live in Romford in Essex, and uh, I've been a chain smoker for about 15 years. And uh, got my wife Susan. She's lovely. We've been dating since school. So, and that's improv. That, Bang. Honestly, that was really good. Right. I think you should do an improv course. Mate, I don't need to. I I am already the best. At but it. you've already got the characters like so lovely. Yeah, I've got more as well. I've got loads. Honestly, so, that was really good. Thanks. You mate. might surprise me on that round. There you go. So I think what we're saying there is. Yeah. Man's not what decathlon. Maybe John's going to win it. Just edge it. Maybe. But I'm going to teach you to drive better, so then that will help you, won't it? Okay, cool. Yeah. Good. We also had another question, and oh, yeah? we mentioned Love Island. Yeah. Uh, Craig Stevens, 2020. Oh, sorry, yeah. 2205. There's a lot of numbers in these Loads of numbers, names. He's put, why don't they have Love Island for 30 to 50 year olds? Guts and geezers, he's put. Because <laughs> this is the thing, like, we, we spoke about Love Island a couple of episodes back. And people talking about diversity and what they meant is like different types of background, different types of people. Not just in terms of like ethnic diversity, but just kind of different types of people. And it is like true because it would be interesting to see people, quote unquote, normal people go in there and just see if there was attractiveness based on different metrics to just physical appearance. Oh, that would be kind of interesting, I think. Yeah, kind of cool. I think so. Because you've got like first dates and first dates yeah. hotel show and that's... You know, different ages, like loads of different ages, and that works really nicely. I think people would be interested in that. I do as well, and I think you could you could run it alongside Love Island. Like yeah. You could, you could kind of like just have it as like on the off season, so in winter. Because mm. we, we kind of touched on this before, which is like if we were doing a Love Island, how would we do it? And we sort of said we in a bingo hall in where do we say Stoke or somewhere. Hull, I think. Hull. Yeah, so you could kind of do it like in the winter. So Love, Love Island's in the summer, so they've got the beach bodies. Yeah. But this one is in like the winter. It's like a big brother house kind of yeah. vibe. Yeah, so like people are in clothes, they're feeling a bit more comfortable in, in kind of how they want to dress. Mm. And it's more about their personalities and how they click. I think that'd yeah. work, yeah. work quite well. Yeah. So good question, Steve. Yeah, it's quite. Steve. It's quite a deep one, isn't it? Mm, it's a good question. It's got me thinking. Um, have you had fun, mate? I felt like we laughed a lot in this episode. I've had a lot of fun. I think if you would, you know, like sometimes we get affected by like sugar, mm. our blood sugar <laughs> levels. Yeah. I feel like if you had like a chart, 
the blood sugar level would be off the chart when we did two trees, one lie. Yeah. And now I'm sort of coming back to baseline. Crashing. Well, yeah. well, yeah, I've had a lot of fun though. It's been really yeah, good. Yeah, I've had loads of fun. It's been really good. So thank you very much for uh, listening and yeah, tuning in as always. Um, we're getting more and more um, people doing the... Um, like questions and stuff giving us questions yeah. but we can always do with more so please feel free to um, follow us on our social media uh, at man's not what on twitter and at man's not what on instagram and we'll still gratefully receive your random reviews we'll keep reading them out each week so if you haven't done one just go on to itunes uh, scroll to the bottom of our feed and it'll say rate and review please give us a love delicious five star and then just give us completely out of context. Absolute nonsense. Just any anything you want. The funnier, the better. Yeah. And we'll read them out next week. So make sure you please do those. Yeah. Um, that's it. You got anything coming up? Um, I've got a gig coming up. I'll probably tweet it out on our on our Twitter. Um, I think it's a couple of Sundays away. Right kind of trouble. Improv gig. Right kind of trouble. Yeah. Yeah. So make sure you check that out. We'll put yeah. that on the Twitter feed so you can follow that. Yeah. John. Uh, yeah. I've got some more uh, Notorious P.O.D. If you like hip hop music or just music in general. Uh, it's quite similar tone to this. We don't take it too seriously. We have a little bit of fun. Talk about some of their favourite albums. And we've actually got, you know, the Below the Belt podcast. Yeah. The boxing one that you oh, listen to. So I listened to the one of your episodes, Below the Belt, if you're listening. Really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I really like boxing. I don't know a lot about the technical side of, like, I don't know a lot about the kind of like history yeah. and all the matches that are going on. But I really enjoyed that. Matches? You mean fights? Exactly. I don't. <laughs> I don't know anything. All do the I? Cool lingo. And you're excited. You found out Alex is a ve- uh, vegan. Oh yeah, Alex, vegan, <laughs> vegan, <laughs> vegan. Um, but I've got uh, Callum, the delicious favourite host from Below the Belt. Is he uh, vegan? No, don't I don't think so. No, uh, he he is coming on um, Notorious P.O.D. to talk about 50 Cent's Get Rich or Die Trying album. Ooh, so, is that the one that's like, I take you to the candy shop? Um, <laughs> this week on Man's Not What. I've learnt that being part of the football society wasn't as scary as it could have been. John doesn't have a clue what a landline is. And thanks to John, I'm flying to Amsterdam and this time Steve won't be getting in my way. I'll be back next week, just off to eat a delicious strawberry chocolate cupcake.